Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. And I'm mates at supercoachchampions.com.au. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo choo! That's right, Corey, mate. The Bombs Express is back, and round four's done. And, uh, Fuck, what was round four? Just an injury round. That's what it felt like. But before we preview round five, mate, where can the listeners hit us up on social media? Well, find us on Twitter and Patreon at SC Elites. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elite. Carnage, boss. Probably only one way to describe it is out of carnage. I mean, do you think there's a team out there that has Fife, Howe, <laughs> Stewart, Naismith? Someone else go down? I don't know. But probably the main ones were those four. That's crazy. Um, no, I mean, because no one's stupid enough, I think, to pick Tom Stewart, Corey. I think um, I think there is a member of this yeah. podcast who's well, a usual member of the uh, podcast <laughs> that may have had Tom Stewart. I think you can call him a sometimes member, but I'll give you some inside information. He told me he was picking Tom Stewart two weeks ago, Corey, and I looked him dead in the eye. And when I say dead in the eye, I just read our text conversation because we're just text buddies, right? And I said to him, mate, don't pick Tom Stewart. There's only one guy you need to pick. And who do you reckon I recommended to him? Uh, maybe Tom Duday? No, definitely maybe not. Maybe Jordan Ridley? Look, I, I'm, no, I wish I said Ridley, but yeah. I didn't. But I'll give you the guy's name. Actually, he's got his own intro today, this guy. He's got his own intro. So here we go. The King Corey, Sam Doherty. I tried, I tried to tell that fucking idiot Corey. Here he is, the King. Here's me bobblehead. I know people out there who follow the program for a few years. They, they, they. I reckon they wanted to see this bad boy Corey. Here he fucking is, Sam Doherty. But that fucking idiot Corey, he can get fucked. That's about all. That's about all the advice I've got for him right now. He didn't trade him in. He's, he, he's instead of getting 185 points from Doherty, he got about 20 from Stewart. Yeah, Doherty's averaging 130 on the season, Corey. What can we say about this dickhead? Seriously. He's got issues. He's pig-headed. He's going to get relegated from Divi 1 because he's got an attitude problem. I mean, he's lucky he had Matty Rao. He's Um, so dumb. Cannot believe it. We know he's not going to watch it, Brett, but take a look. I'll I mean, tell you what, for those what for those, for those like. that are listening on uh, SoundCloud or something like that, just in case you missed it, maybe head across and watch the first oh, couple of minutes of this intro. Bumps has his Sam Doherty <laughs> bobblehead that's just risen from the ashes. And yeah, oh, that all you can say for that. But, uh, fuck me. Look, I don't understand him. Seriously. He still doesn't have him. I, th- I don't think he's got any intention to getting him. Corey, um, if he does not sideways and... I can't even believe I'm saying the word sideways because he probably has to put a fair bit of money to it because Stewart's an absolute donkey. But Stewart's 498, Doherty's 541. And if he can't find 43,000 or thereabouts to do that trade, <laughs> I don't fucking know, Corey. I don't fucking know. Who did I say was the number one defender in the preseason? Yeah, Sam Doherty. Yeah. He is. And he's, yeah, and he's probably going to be by about 30 points as well. He's a joke. I reckon yeah. probably 30 points or 30 points on the average 30 points on the average that's yeah, what I mean. okay cool thank you um Oof. yeah it's incredible the guy is a freak he is carlton um and you know what great. does not get the credit i'll tell you now patrick Cripps put out a game like that 
and everyone would have sang Cripps's praises, like the, the you know, like the cows were coming home, Corey saying, What a fucking captain, captain inspirational. Grab the team by the scruff of the neck. I tell you now, he's the fucking real captain, Sam Doherty, mate. He leads, he just leads from the back line, he organizes everything, he doesn't fuck up a possession. He's a genuine star. He is fantastic. Um, he is good. And everything he does, like every time he touches the ball, it is it is utter magic. And look, if you don't have him, if somehow you're in Brett's corner, go get him. Um, I reckon that Brett's probably the only person that may tune into this podcast that doesn't have him. So um, <laughs> if you don't, you're about as much of fucking, you've got about as much brains as Brett does. So that's interesting. He's had, he's got two absolute mares in the preseason. Now he's trying to claim the fight injury thing as a, as a scalp and a, you know, oh, I got that right, blah, blah. But the man who said Matt Rao was no good and Sam Doherty wasn't a top six defender, he just looks like a fucking You know, kid. I texted him at halfway point of that game. And I can whip out the, the screenshots of the messages if you want me to, too, Corey. No, he was on about 80 at half time, And I said to him, Doherty, top six, question mark. And he just responded with, I think he's going to scrape into top 13. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a dead set flog. He's, a, he's, he's actually just a dead set flog. Hey, I will give you one too. I did message Brett for today's podcast uh, for no reply as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 a constant thing these days. He's he's very. I found Brett's active at the moment during football games. Loves to whinge and bitch about scores. Have a look at scores. You know, suss out what's going on in the field. He's a real whinger at the moment, isn't he? Message him for a podcast, and he's just. He's fucking nowhere to be seen, Corey. Just call him Casper. He's about as white as Casper as well, too, Greta. <laughs> hey, um, look, before we get uh, into sideways talk and, and all that jargon, I want to talk about the rookies, um, cash cows or whatever you want to call them. A lot of them are at a premium price. I mean, for those who held Tom Green, good on you. Um, fantastic hold, but he dropped a 94 on the weekend, negative 21 break even, 197K. He looks like a man. Hayden Young coming to his own with an absolute blinder on the weekend. 223K, so probably a little bit more expensive than most want to spend. 109, negative 21 break even. Uh, Williamson, is that Tom? Is that his first name, Tom? Yeah, Tom, yeah. Yeah, Tom, Tommy Williamson, 178K. You know, had a couple of people beating up on him the week before. He dropped to 76 with a negative 26 break even. Uh, I'll bring Tristan Zeri's name into it because he scored 54 with a negative 6. He played... The one game of the weekend, so he's going to have his first price rise. He's kind of a bit of a little gem as a ruck forward, um, too. I don't know how long he'll keep his spot. And Caleb Sarong, 175k with a 71 on the weekend and negative two break even. Bombs, yeah. are you aiming one, two, none? What's your go with the rookies this week? I mean, I know we're going to yeah. get rid of five. If you've got five and how, is it even worth looking at a double downgrade this week mm. for potentially three premiums mm. over the next mm. couple? You don't want to throw away a win, that's for sure. I mean, I think you want to remain competitive this year. Uh, wins are going to be tight. So even if you're taking the L, you, you probably don't want to give up too much percentage, I would have thought. So for me, I'm in a situation where I've got Howe and Fife. I brought in Fife for Dangerfield last week. So people probably laughing at that now, as I say, because it cost me 70 points and I VC'd Grundy. And then I thought, no, nah, fuck it. I'll match my captain, my... I'll, Opposition's captain. I went in captain's five as well. So it cost me about 150 points, 150 points on the overall, Corey. But um, look, I think you can't... I know there's a plethora of them. And in an ideal world, you don't have Howe, you don't have Fife, you don't have Naismith, uh, you don't have Stewart. And you just go get two of these guys. I mean, you rattled off all those names, but there were many more uh, players to debut over the weekend. I'm probably even going to get a return in Harley Benalla, would have thought, into the teams this week as well. So there's going to be a shitload. The advantage we have is that these first price rises that we see aren't always steep. So for me, 
I'm only going to grab the one of them, Corey, and I'm going to sideways the other one. I'm talking about Howe and Fife here. I'm going to get Stephen Hill. And I don't even know if you mentioned him off the top, did you? Uh, no, I didn't actually, which is yeah. pretty stupid. One ninety k, and then yeah. I wrote Hill too, but I didn't. I didn't say his name. Yep. So I'm. I'm gonna. And I was big on Hill in the preseason. I like it because the experienced body. He's playing off half back, all that sort of jazz. Didn't you so say I'll... he was gonna get injured. You can't touch him, and then he got injured. Then you said suck it to everyone. I don't think you were very big on him. Yeah, probably. But yeah. no, no. But <laughs> I was big in terms of look the games he plays. I think his output's gonna warrant um, Sorry, his kind of selection. And I did say that, um, but in the context of, you know, 30 trades for the season and all that sort of jazz, now, you know, yeah. essentially we can run two a week. So um, the Stephen Hill proposition now is, is a lot better than I feel like what it was going into the season with 30 trades over 22 weeks, whatever it is. So Stephen Hill um, comes in for Jeremy Howe for me, and um, that'll pocket me enough money to do five to nil, which is something I desperately need to do. And I'll have a shitload of cash the week after to probably go grab another premium midfielder, I'd imagine. Hypothetically, this upcoming week, yeah. uh, you just told Fife misses one, would you hold and then change your trades oh, and go yeah. how and grab another defender somewhere yep, else? 100%. Yep. If Fife's only missing one, without doubt, because I've got a few I holes. Think it's two, I think it's two, three, to be honest. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it came out, yeah. 100% not going to be one. But yeah. Um, yeah, in that kind of situation, I mean, you know, there's probably players that are running Sturt, uh, Darcy Cameron. Um, some people might have Robertson still from the start of the year. Um, and, and they may have, you know, one or two other kind of floating rookies that aren't producing much or maybe even not playing at all. And I think the earlier you get some playing rookies, then, um, you know, that'll provide that cash generation that you probably need for later on in the season. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you don't have these injuries to deal with, 100% this week, I'm grabbing two of them. Yep. You're like me, still got Fisher McCase and Zerk Thatcher that are just absolutely doing fucking peanuts. That's, yeah, I mean, Zerk Thatcher sideways to um, Hill um, yeah. or McCasey sideways to Hill um, yeah. would be appropriate for you, I'd imagine. Yeah. Well, McCasey's playing is just dropping 36s, so it's a real slow, it's a real slow burn. Real slow burn. You, you know what's um, difficult as well is um, with Stephen Hill, I mean, he had 50-odd in the first quarter. He only ended up on 73. So um, if you watch that first quarter, because I rewatched that game after Carlton's win on the weekend, and... and um, yeah, Stephen Hill's first quarter, I mean, we're talking like two contested intercept marks he took and like eight kicks in that quarter or something like that. Every single one hit the target. So I guess, you know, that's maybe a bit where you're going to get from Hill. You're going to get, you know, maybe a good quarter um, and then hopefully that'll, you know, get him to 70, 80 and, um, yeah, kind of just go from there. But probably expect him to get more than 12 touches anyway. I'm not sure what he had on the weekend, but probably around 12, 13, I think. You think Tom Green's sticking to that side for a while? Yeah, you know what's interesting? Um Canelio, the morning after, might have been on SEN. Uh, he was just shoved into the forward pocket for that game. And that was really interesting because he essentially said that um, in order to get Tom Green to play, someone from the midfield had to miss out. And he said, uh, essentially, that was me. I'm the captain. I'll do what's right for the team. And he went and, and went out of the midfield. So probably a concern if you're holding Canelio because it just seems like Tom Green obviously, uh, you know, has a, you know, pure midfield spot can't really do anything else and we know we know cogs can be pretty handy up forward if required did yeah correct me if i'm wrong did Cornelio say that didn't work as well as what they thought it was going to work did he say that in that same interview i think he was talking about maybe his output on the game okay 
Yep. It might have been in relation to his output. But, um, you know, you, you saw when the whips got cracking, you know, last quarter, they had Green in there. They threw Cornelio in there, you know, because they, they just tried to, you know, win the contested ball and get the mm-hmm. ball forward. That's what they needed to do to win the game. But um, who did JWS have this week? I don't think their fixtures changed, has it? Uh, they've got, it's the last game, Hawthorne. Hawthorne, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you kind of look at that midfield and, um, you know, you think, gee, do they really need cogs in there, to be honest? I mean, O'Meara, Warple. And uh, Tom Mitchell. It's not the best midfield going around. It's fucking pretty contested, though. Oh, it's, a, it's a good midfield, but, yeah. you know, if you're looking at Tom Green and maybe what his attributes are and, you know, m- you know, people probably think, okay, lack of speed, then it's not like, you know, he's going to get absolutely, you know, burnt up through the midfield or GWS is going to lose out too much there because, you know, Mitchell's slow as dog shit. Um, you know, Warple probably got a bit of pace around him and I don't think Amir is that blistering either. No, I do like Wingard as a midfielder, like a, in Supercoach at the moment too. He's putting out some good numbers as well, just off the side. Wingard, topic. very, very good football, I call it. Yeah. Oh, a very good downhill skier. Very, very, well, very, very good footballer, I reckon. He's gone 131, 60, 122, 136. Fuck, Lockie Whitfield's going to leak some cash. Yeah, he will, but he's top six scorers. You don't need to worry about the cash he's leaking because he's he, actually not his losing His average is 74 now. I don't think that's even close to top six numbers, Bombs. Corey, he's got a six in there. Or an eight. What did he score mm-hmm. when he got knocked out? Too bad. If you're a champion, you don't go score an eight. You don't get knocked out. <laughs> Touche. But if you take that out, he's probably averaging, I reckon, you know, mid to high 90s. Um, now, just so... before we, we get onto the topic of the primos and everything, I just want to talk. I'm really happy for Carlton. Getting the Thursday night game this week, Bob. It's um, uh, well, look, uh, it might be a good con. I think they wanted to reward St Kilda more than anything. A bit stiff, Gold Coast. Who did Gold Coast have this week, actually? Uh, Gold Coast now played Geelong. Gee, that could have been a pretty handy Thursday yeah, night actually. fixture, I'd imagine. But um, I think too hard Sunday. to figure that out because didn't Gold Coast come down from Queensland? And also Geelong played on Sunday, so they're not yeah. going to back up four days later. So, um, look, I mean, Carlton's games, I feel like, have been at a minimum, close. Yeah, um, well, look, they fucking had a great game Cuba's the been other in day. Good form. Who did Carlton play last week? Can't remember. <laughs> they played Essendon, Corey. What do you have to uh, say about that? What happened? Well, well we, we just hang on. I mean, we probably should have won by about seven goals, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the Bombers, they showed, at least it was competitive. You know, they showed a good game. They they had a lot of heart, because that's what I'm hearing from Essendon supporters this year. Yeah. They've got a lot of heart. They've they've held on for some gutsy wins. You know, they, they just held on against Freo and they just held on against Sydney. And, you know, they've only just lost to Carlton, who are a fucking, you know, up-and-coming team. Mate, Essendon, they've got some heart. <laughs> who do they play this week? Because I'm really worried for the team that they come up against this week. Collingwood, you might be ah, in some strife. fuck, we're screwed. I'll tell you, this could legit be the funniest podcast this time next oh, week if you somehow lost to them. Me. And especially after Merritt uh, getting rubbed out for this week because if he's... Uh, no, very cruel act there on Jack Savannah. A little love tap. Uh, but, I mean, he broke his rib. Hey, um, Bruised his lung. It's a, it's a, like, I know it happens a lot, but the second the second you fucking inflict injury from a fucking cheap shot from behind, you deserve to be rubbed out. It's it's a punch that's broken a rib. No how, people, how people can sit there and think he's not going to get at least a week from that is, is beyond me. I could walk past your desk fucking six times a day and give you a little cheapie to the ribs and if nothing happens, it's uh, fine. I walk past your desk, break your ribs at work, I lose my job. Yeah, probably. You know, so shut the fuck up, you Western spastics. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely fucking clowns. He deserve what he got. Don't punt, hey, don't cheap shot people. To be fair, I think when it came 
you know, to the end of that game, we may have even been cheering for Eston Corey because um, oh, mate, I've never had the ever, shot ever wanted who a had player the shot? to kick a goal after the Soren ball, <laughs> and it was the double edged sword. I was sitting there. I tell you what, he's taken a mark, and me and the miss say we're having a date night watching the footy here. You know, cause <laughs> don't, don't do what you do. Today any of those bullshit fucking movies or anything. It's straight into the footy. Yeah. And we're sitting there and, you know, she's laying on me. I had to, you know, get a bit of a cuddle. Just a headlock there. Mate, went down and marked that ball. I was up. Her fucking head went flying. Oh, I just jumped straight, <laughs> straight off the couch. I'm like, fuck it. Ah, ah. <laughs> and all I could think, I'm like, if he kicks it, it's, it's 50 fucking, points. It's 50 it's points. It's like 50 points. And if this yeah. dumb dog misses it, they lose the game. Yeah. Yeah, and and then you know the irony the day after <laughs> you, we we also had Simkin last oh, shot of the game against the Hawks and he's missed as well. Yeah. Was it out in the full? I can't remember what happened. But nah, point. I mean, imagine you know Townsend slots that Simkin slots that. We're probably a hundred. Our, our teams are probably a hundred points better off right now. Crazy, but um, yeah. Oh, I, it, look, I'm not a gambling man, Bons, as you know. <laughs> but uh, I'd quite comfortably take Pies negative the line this week. It's probably going to be like 69 and a half or something. <laughs> Fucking no. Honestly, though, no Heppel, no merit. They're in, they're in some strife. I don't, I'm not even sure Heppel would have made a difference, to be honest. No. Could be good for Dev. Dev owners should be happy. Well, yeah, interesting. Because I've seen a lot of people actually trade him out this week, Corey. Um, and I'm sitting here thinking... Why? He's averaging 93, 105, mm. 105, 70. Um, and then he's 70 on the weekend. He had like 20 touches, well, a few tackles and a goal. Funny why we're on that too, because I was, we were texting during the game and I didn't check scores because I was legit just watching the yeah. game. It was, um, and I did choose to watch that game over the other one as well, uh, funnily enough. Um, but I did, I was texting you through it and I'm just like, oh man, I missed so much shit here because Dev's going to be fucking flying. And you just, yeah, you're just like, no, nah, shit doesn't hit a target. I can yeah. check the scores. It was on like 70-something. It legit did not hit a target. A yeah. lot of free kicks against and a lot of direct turnovers. You know, sometimes when you get those ineffective kicks, they sort of go down the line, but you've gained 50 yards. The ball ends yeah, up out of bounds. Like you don't get much for it. Yeah. He had none of that. Like, he was kicking 30 metres and just like hitting chests of Carlton defenders, probably mainly Sam Doherty, to be fair. Fuck. Yeah, so, long. you know, the people that are sitting there thinking, oh, look at me, I'm going to trade at Devin Smith. I mean... Just fucking calm down. Really. You know what? This week, honestly, fuck it. I'm going to put my money out of their mouth. Is if, if Essendon beat Collingwood, <laughs> I'm going to go buy an Essendon membership. <laughs> if, if Essendon beat Collingwood, mark my words, this, week, this time next week, if oh, Essendon no. beat Collingwood, I'll buy an Essendon membership next week. <laughs> can, we, can can you like do one of them gold-type memberships? Not this three-game bullshit. <laughs> I'll buy a pet membership for me, dog. A <laughs> pet membership? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll look into it. I'll get oh something. Uh, yeah, no, I'll get something. I mean, who gives? I mean, I'll support the club. Yeah, uh, I'll get an a membership. Well, what, what about this, Corey? I mean, how's, I mean, you might not even have to. I reckon you could do something for the community here. You, you could say, you know, if there is a community member out there who might be struggling to pay for their membership, Corey, you might even offer, you know, to help assist with that instead of buying a brand new one. Can I just buy them a membership instead? <laughs> I'll get some flog that'll be like, yeah, mate, I can't afford me $200 membership. Can you transfer yeah. me $200? Yeah, yeah. No, that's not we'll happen. look at doing something. something I'll look at doing happen. something. Something something Essendon fan related. <laughs> I know that you, I mean, I think we're all confident here that Collingwood are just going to, particularly after getting the loss on the weekend, they're just going to come out and absolutely touch them up, I think. Ah, well, we'll see. Some lucky Essendon <laughs> fan might get a free membership off me this week. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm gonna have a look. Well, you get a place is surely a SNM member. Well, if he is, and he, he probably should be with the amount of craps on about it. Now, while you get on to the next top, uh, topic, Corey, I might even uh, just have a look at you know what what sort of memberships I've got available. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Done. Yeah. You, you quickly look up, um, and I'll buy some kind of. I mean, I don't want to be dropping six hundred bucks on that shit club, but no, uh, I'll, I'll look at something, something of uh, standard value. Um, well, next topic, boss. I suppose we've got to get on to the conversation of. Uh, we'll start with Sam Naismith, I suppose. I mean, mm. you got lucky enough that you pissed him off last week or two weeks two ago. Weeks ago. Three yeah. weeks ago now, yeah, two weeks ago, three weeks uh, ago now. Round two, going into round two, I got rid of him. Yeah, so that uh, that worked well. There were plenty that held the poor bastard. But what do you do? Do you spend a little bit now and go to Pitney? Um, you know, do you go down to his... I mean, you can't go to a Zeri. I suppose if those who have got the three Ruckman, they can go to a Zeri. If you've got Segler, can you get Segler in the Ruck for a bit and go to someone like Zeri? What the hell do you do as a Sam Naismith owner? Yeah, I mean, ideally, if you got Segler, you do a bit of DPP action, and um, you know how much is Naismith worth? Um, having a look now, Sammy Naismith two ninety six. That's that all he's worth? Yeah. Mm. But look, for two ninety six, you could probably only, you know, you could. I'm sure you could find two hundred somehow, you know, with a downgrade and maybe some leftover money in the bank or something. Like a, if you're one of those five or how owners, you can go all. Yeah. The way down. Yep. Some, something like that. And and maybe just go get yourself someone you consider to be a top six forward. That's that's if you're a Segler owner. Yeah. Well, the other um, option is, is a five down to a rookie and uh, Naismith nah. up to Gorn. No, nah, don't like that at all. I mean, I think, I feel like if you can get, if you got five and you go five down, I mean, you might be able to pocket 70, 80. I mean, you know, with a little bit of luck, you know, with a bit of money in the bank, I think if you don't have Segler, I think you can trade in Segler into your ruck position, first of all. Um, if you have Segler, I'd just do a bit of DPP and then go get yourself another forward line player. Um, and, and I guess that's just where I'm sitting with it. I think 700, I mean, where are you going to pull 400K from to go get Max Gorn? I mean, I just know, told you. Yeah, but like, you can't do five down to 200K, 100K. Five to hill, bro. How? I mean, you DPP. Need a yeah, okay, yeah. Swing who into the midfield? Simpkin. Buterick, fucking Rivers. Yeah, someone like that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That'll make a bit of sense. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, um, I mean, then okay. then you're getting Gorn as a replacement for five, which is uh, very, very good. Yeah, almost like for like, I'd say. Yeah. But if you don't own five and you're not in that kind of situation, I think you just got to, you know, do best what you got. I'm not a big fan of bringing in Pitnet. I mean, I know, you know, he's 130, 130, and then nearly 100 again. But, um, you know, he's already gone up. <laughs> Like 150,000 and his break even's negative one. So his break even's, you know, going to turn positives come next week and he's going to lose a 130 from his system, um, you know, providing, you know, we're not sure what he's going to put out this week. So um, it's a tough space, man. It's, it's a really, really tough space. But yeah, I like the idea of that sort of forward line player. You know, maybe you don't have a Devin Smith. Maybe you go yeah. to Devin Smith and swing Segla into the rucks. I think this week's going to be Pitney's toughest matchup as well, too. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, he did have gone. He did have gone. He's come up I... against gone and he scored 130, Corey. He's, um, who do I, we think just that, I think weekend? the game circumstance had a lot more to do with that than anything, though. That I think last he... quarter, absolute fucking comeback where he was. Disagree. Disagree. Because he, the last quarter on the weekend got him a lot of points. Um, but the two weeks before that, no, he was, he was super coach points the whole game, the whole yeah, way but I'm through. Talk, I was talking about that specific game. I thought you were talking about the Melbourne game. 
Yeah, yeah, that game. Yeah, well, nah. most of his, he had a nah. sixty point last quarter. And what scored seventy in the first three, so he was yeah. on track for a hundred. So hundred, not a bad score, isn't it? Not enough for a ruckman. <laughs> <laughs> What's the average in anyway. He's Still over one hundred and thirty. Who uh, Pitney? Yeah, no, 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 would have gone under one thirty, one thirty, eighty six. So Danny was the number one ruckman at one stage. Yeah, he's um. They put up a graph on the weekend, actually. You know, the players most hits to advantage, kind of per game and that kind of crap. Yeah, and um, he was in like the top. Two or top three. I yeah, think he's, he was. Fuck, he's been a good ruckman. You know what else I've liked about him too? He, he does a lot of what Goldie does as well, where he gets his own clearances and he was not afraid to hack the ball yeah. forward. And no, I, there was I, we were talking play. about it, we were talking about it the other night with Grundy. Like we were texting about it. How fucking annoying was that game to watch? Like he's the first to ball, and instead of grabbing it and clearing yeah. it, you know, fifty meters forward, he's just doing these little pissy tap downs to no one. And and especially these little double taps yeah. that just go straight like this, like just fucking grab it and handball it to your to a player, maybe you know a bit more on the outside and get some run going from the midfield. Um, but albeit us, you know, to tell Brody Grundy how to play football. But um, yeah, well, you were you know the ruck coach. Too, so. <laughs> and if I wasn't, I should have been. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, look, Pinnay is probably. I don't know if you can buy him at that price, but that kick off the ground, that, that um, I think we got a direct goal out of that. You know, he sort of hit it forward a bit. He followed it up, booted it like 40 metres off the floor. And I think it was the goal that brought us back level with the Bombers, actually. So he got some mad points in that last quarter on the weekend, certainly because of the uh, closeness of the game. Yeah. All right. Well, before, let's get off some rough, rough conversation. Before we go, how important is having Joy Simkin right now? It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got... A forward average in 123. Um, and, you know, I think we can very, very comfortably say that's top six. Let's just leave that. We can leave him there. I mean, barring an injury, it's, uh, it's you know, we picked him up at 400 or maybe sub 400. And, um, yeah, barring an injury, that's been uh, probably pick of the season, I'd imagine, at this point. Yep. Corey well, maybe pick. apart from Sam Doherty, to be honest. Corey but, yeah. draft pick watch. Absolutely killing it, boy. <laughs> Love it, love it. All right, let's, before we go down back, let's go five. What's your five plan? Who are you looking at? What's jumping out at you? Um, Neil. Yeah, Lockie Neil. That's it's the only option. For you, isn't it's it? the genuine only option. You know, I spoke last week and I wrote a bit about in my captain's article how there's not many players we can trust. And I thought five was one of them, how I was wrong. Um, Neil is the only player in the midfield right now, you can comfortably say, yes, I'm going to lock you in for 120 points. And I don't care what uh, anyone uh, says. More, more. more. Uh, well, and I'm talking minimums here. I can lock you in minimum yeah. 120. And the thing with, look, it might be 763. It's going to break your bank, but you're buying two lock your nails. You're not buying one. And the comfort you've got in that, um, I've been lucky enough to only run into him, I think, two out of four games at the start of the year here against opponents. But the feeling of never have to run into him again is uh, is one I'm going to enjoy. That's for sure. Uh, I'll give you uh, give you two things. One is the highest praise I'll ever give you in my life. So eat a dick. Um, <laughs> right now, Lockie Neal is on the same level of confidence I had that for those who have listened to the podcast for a long time with Patrick Dangerfield a couple of years ago, mm. where it was you captain Dangerfield at all costs. If you can VC Dangerfield, you VC Dangerfield every single week. That's how I feel Lockie Neal right now. Mm. Um, two you probably won me my league game on the weekend. Um, <laughs> talking about Lockie Neal and uh, Grundy and, um, you know, I was almost comfortable in taking that Grundy score of, what was it, 138 or whatever it ended up being, 135 in the end. 35, yeah. Um, 
Uh, actually, you didn't, but you come close to winning it for me. Um, that was <laughs> not enough to cover it. Um, and you Such said well, Lockie Neal doesn't go below 150, so you've just got to trust him. He outscores that, so I captain Lockie Neal. I ended up winning by 20, so it wasn't enough to cover it. So Okay, that's 12 points, but it made you secure in those <laughs> last few minutes, I guess. Hey, the bloke kicks six fucking points in the weekend, Corey. Oh, how's that same game multi? I mean, yeah, I've seen that 20-leg one um, and Neil's apology, whatever it was, you know, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it was. That was Last fucking hilarious. fucking kick a goal. Imagine kicking six behinds. Imagine having 10 bucks on a 2001 to one shot and Lockie Neil's just got to kick one out of six goals. Has so there ever been a midfielder that's kicked the six behinds before? I'd imagine there has been. Um, it's, it'd be rare. But between him and McClug each, I kick one goal 11, I think, on the weekend. That's fucking insane. Hey, um... <laughs> Did you did you see Miles Hulk's tweet? No, I didn't. Cop the drive-by from Lockie Neal. Who the fuck? Oh you? yeah, 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 yeah. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? Fuck, that was good. Speaking oh, of Adelaide tweets, so how's Bryce Gibbs commenting on the baggers as well? Yeah, on the weekend. That was funny. Fucking, well. that was a message. But Lockie Neal, genuinely, and I'm so angry at my selection of Naismith now at the start of the year because of that Naismith drop. I'm angry with St Kilda because they fucking dropped Dylan Robertson because of all that carnage. It's the reason why I didn't have Lockie Neal from week two of the season. Yeah. And if I had him, I feel like I've, I've had him, you know, VC or C every single week after that. You were lucky enough to, you know, be able to pick him up. Um, probably from a little bit of uh, encouragement from me, even though I've fucked you up with Townsend on the other on the way out. But, um, fuck, I, I tried to tell people that they needed him. They, I mean, round two, it was the time to get him. And now it's like, I feel like I'm getting him at peak. So now it's kind of like, look at all these monster scores. Like he's not done this last him. year, remember? Yeah, he done it last <laughs> year. And now I'm just thinking, like, I just trade him in for five. And I'm thinking here, sitting here going, you know what? In eight weeks, I can probably get this guy for 600. Yeah. But it's like, how do you run the risk of doing that? Like... The scariest part of the weekend was his fucking score at like quarter time or half time was like fuck, like just on track for a normal fuck midfielder. It was fuck, I was like, I was on the course with uh, Cyril Pestiza and uh, we were constantly loading that game and, and he was whinging and bitching a fair bit about how he kept a kneel and how shit he's doing. And next thing you know, you're reloading it and oh, he's jumped up 18. Oh, fuck, there's, you know, 10 minutes have gone. Oh, there's another 30. And and then, you know, I've finally seen him crack a smile. Remember being the first time in his life as well, Corey. <laughs> Not just fucking insulting someone. <laughs> yeah, well, he was he was trying to. I can assure you of that. Um, hey, the Ruckman right now. I know we were yeah. talking about it before. The Ruckman, Grundy, Goldstein, gone. Yeah. One, two, three. Um, from this point on. Yeah. I feel like Grundy might be back in form. Gold is so hard to turn down. Like, this was a no-brainer at the start of the year. Um, if I'm running this week, I reckon Grundy Goldie this week. Do you know Grundy's... I mean, Gold, Todd Goldstein's... If he's not leading, I know he's in the top like, three um, contested position. Oh, clearance plays in the AFL right now. That's I think he's leading it. I think he's leading that stat. And he gets his boy uh, Ben Cunnington back this week too. Crazy. That was his lowest score in the year as well, 116. Yeah, it's because he versus the best ruckman in the league. But... Yeah, Segwa. <laughs> hey, that's another thing. You know how you're Toby talking Nan about... Toby Curvis score 184. That was shit. Yeah, interesting. Um, hang on, hang on. Here's a great stat. Guy scores 184 this week. He's, his total points on the year is 211. <laughs> <laughs> and he's only played two games. 
Yeah, he had a stinker round one, didn't he? Sorry, what were you going to say? Um, probably nothing important. Um, and what, no, actually, it was on Cherry. I, I think the reason they played Cherry on the weekend was, to be honest, um, North Minor just being scared about how much Hawthorne were just intercepting that ball. Yeah. Sicily, McAvoy, Frawley, Frost, how tall they were. So would not surprise me to see Cherry just, you know, drop this week because uh, they're coming up against the dogs now. <laughs> how scary was bloody... Um... Sicily's first half. That fucking had me so paranoid because I, I needed him, Tom Mitchell, and Segler to score like 240 for me. Yeah, I needed 280 from Seg, Simkin, and him. Oh, my as God. Well. So we were basically in the same boat. Yeah. Because we had and, we had Simkin and Mitchell just absolutely flying. Well, you know, Tom Mitchell's on like 80 at halftime, and I'm yeah. thinking, fucking, I'm home here, boys. I need 160, you know. And then I turn around to Segler's on like 24. Sicily's and Sicily's yeah, like nine. I'm thinking... <laughs> No, no, this can't be right. And then he comes out with a 68-point uh, third quarter. And As I actually, I credit myself to that because I was sitting there um, watching a bit of Big Brother Corey and I, and I turned to the missus and I said, look, um, supervision are going too well. Um, I'm going to need to depart Big Brother and turn on the footy because I feel like if I'm watching, then my players, they perform. Hang on. So when did you turn that game on? Uh, third quarter. Fuck, so you missed the... Oh, it was a still shit quarter. I mean, you missed the useless shit before that. Oh, but I, had, I saw the sis. I, I saw sis yeah. score 68. And, and then a legit, like, after watching 20 minutes of that quarter, came back and I was like, all right, catch me up with Big Brother because I'm fucking home now. Sis knows I'm watching him. We'll finish off here, don't you worry. Done. Good good episode of Big Brother, by the way. Don't ruin tonight. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I won't. Don't worry. No, good. Um... Tell you what, fucking, yeah, that's Sicily. You know, it was pissing me off during that game, watching fucking Brett tweet about it as well. Oh, no, I've muted that, that guy on Twitter. Unless he directly mentions me, I'm not seeing any of his shit. He's, he's honestly, I used to have notifications on for him because I used to be interested in what he says. Now I've just got, I haven't got much time for Brett anymore, to be honest. I'm sucking a lot lately about his <laughs> shit team. Well, he picks fucking Dugowie. What does he want? No idea. Actually, hey. can we, let's give the community an update because we got Dugowie and versus Doherty uh, overall points. Here, yeah, and then I just want to give the community update about another side bet we got going on here too. So. Oh, fucking Mitch Duncan. He's fucking good, that guy. He might be top eight this year. Which... I think he is, man. Yeah, he gets, yeah. he, he's like Gaff. Like, he just gets heaps of cheap balls. That is unbelievable what he's, uh, what he's doing. But yeah, can we have an update, please? Oh, yeah, sorry. Total points. So... <laughs> The goal has gone 280 in four weeks. Doherty had 185 on the weekend. <laughs> hey, you, want a, you want another laugh? So me and, me and Big Lukash, yeah. We yeah. go last two weeks. So we, I don't know, we were fucking drunk. I think you were there. Yeah, we, yeah that night that, after golf. Yeah, probably. So, uh, Zerha versus Dugowie. Yeah, that's right. Dugowie won that week, yeah. So anyway, after yeah. golf the other night, we catch up again and um, we're having a drink together. And he's like, you want to go again? Zerha TV Dugowie. I'm like, okay. The go, he scores like 60, so hard drops like a 30. Guys, <laughs> me another bottle. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Oh, the hell. Yeah. But fucking all the same. Fucking unbelievable. He was, he was fucking toxic on the weekend. They were so bad. Um, Hey, we have to ask a question too. For those who own Neil, where do they go with five? Um, I mean... Do you, do you go the bond now, Corey? <laughs> Fucking, I don't know if I can trust him. Neither do I. Um, and on that basis, I'll go Andrew Gaff. Yeah, that I think that's where I'm going with Fife this week. I'm going yeah. Gaff. It's funny because if Boke would have popped off, I probably would have had a look at Boke. Um, shit, fuck it. We, I mean, 
you've been riding my coattail with Gaff, I think, all pre-season. I, I rode him at the back end yeah. last year as well, Gaff, didn't I? So, um, and seven WA games to come. I'm very happy. With, I think that the only reason I'm not considering five to Gaff is Gaff is consistent as fuck, right? Like, he's yeah. just so good. Where's where's the one forties, one fifties, one sixties every they're now and then? We just don't just, see them. They're cheap kicks, bro. Yeah, and so you get a guy that you you can you just know a hundred to hundred and twenty. You can lock that in every single week. Don't worry about it. Bloke doesn't get injured. Yeah. Don't worry about it. When he has a really good game, he might score one hundred and thirty. But if he has a shit game, he's he's still scoring one hundred and ten. Oh, um, sorry. That's the guy you need, yeah. Yeah, that's. I think that's where I'm going this week, and I think that's where I was going. The one that I, I really want to fucking pick, Mitch Duncan. Like, you don't know how bad I just want to fucking have him in my team, like, yeah, just for the bet. But uh, you know who else I don't mind lately? Taylor Adams, man. Yeah, your boy. Yep, Ta is fucking yep. being grouse. Injury prone as fuck. And if yeah, I learned something I from Fife this week, I can't go Fife to Taylor Adams. Can I ask a question? Now I don't yeah. know Titch, and I'm still looking at Gaff beyond. Over Titch, is that stupid? Yeah. No, I think I think Gas better than Titch. Mm. But I just Titch, like how much Titch has that ability. Titch has that ability to go. You know, here's that one sixty. I right? saw on the weekend. Here's that one forty three. We could see a one ninety from Titch at some point. Gaff doesn't have that in him. Yeah, but when you get those one sixties, when you get those one forties from Tom Mitchell, you look at his other scores this year. You're getting very low hundreds. You're getting, yeah. you know, high nineties. You're getting shit like that. And do yeah. you remember Brownlow, Tom Mitchell, and that year that he exploded? He didn't have any no. other like real serious midfield players around him. Like now, I yeah. think Warple offers more. I think yeah. Jaeger does enough. I think yeah. Wingard is becoming a really good like outside player for them as well. So, yeah. well, yeah, and, and Wingard's taking points. Obviously, I mean, he's kicking snags. But then again, yeah. how do you argue with West Coast midfield? They do the same thing. Yeah, they do. But, but is it um, everyone just giving the ball to Gaff because they know how good he is with it? I think Tom Mitchell's probably more central to Hawthorne than Gaff is to West Coast. Yeah. I think, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, and and because Tom Mitchell's got that contested game about him, I mean, he finally tackled on the weekend. You know, you have a look at his tackle numbers over the first few weeks, and they were very, very low. And then you look at him on the weekend, it's like, okay, he's starting to lay tackles. Bang, there's his 140. Maybe he's getting free kicks. Uh, he's getting extra contested possessions. You know, just laying tackles, stopping clearances, whatever it is. But... His tackle numbers, and I can bring it up. Just give me a sec, but he's averaged. Fuck all this year. So first game, um, he had three. Three in round two, one in round three, and then he had eight on the weekend. And so, you know, vi real vintage kind of Tom Mitchell is, you know, we're averaging seven tackles a game for the entire fucking season. So if you can start to tackle again, then, and, and we saw it on the weekend, he was able to do that. Then back, you know, we're going to get some more of those 130 plus scores from him. It's so funny too because I think he's a player that you know, if I was telling you was sub 600 that I re you should be looking at. Like, you, you know, you know, what could be the deciding factor here? He's sub 600. Gaff's a little bit more than 600. Gaff's going to hover at that price. Tom Mitchell's got the ability that when you want to bring him in later in the year, he could be 670k. Mm. You know, later in the year, Gaff's still going to be 620. Yeah. Because he doesn't fluctuate in scores, so if you want so to, wouldn't it make more sense to get him now? Then it would if you feel like he's going he's, to, yep. you know, continue to tackle, going to continue to get the ball. Gaff's the safer option, I think. But if you want to be a little more risky, the upside on Tom Mitchell is is certainly there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, talking about Gaff not scoring one forty, he dropped to one thirty seven two weeks ago. Was well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it wasn't one forty, was it? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, the, yeah and, 
And the thing with Tom Mitchell is, like, his season's been underwhelming, still averaging 113. Like, it's yeah. not a bad pick. He's probably going to be top 12 in the midfield, regardless of... Oh, you know, and, and he's got the ability to be number one from here to the back end of the year right now, too. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Fuck, um, Joy Simkin for five? Is that a possibility if you don't have him? Or would you prefer the safer points? It's funny. Would you prefer the safer points? The guy's averaging 123. Yeah. Um, because of Simpkins' break-even at the moment, I'd probably take Simpkin and security in the fact that he'll be a top-six forward. Um, and then it what just he means... average on the year? Well, he could... He'd probably do 110. Um, I mean, the last two weeks, we've seen him without Cunnington, and he's gone 140, 119. Um, it's, it's funny just to say that, because I argued that Cunnington coming out of his game would be worse for his game than better. So you reckon Cunnington coming in helps? It's better for his game, I think, yeah. Hmm. But it's well, like, I didn't think he could do the contested work that he was doing as well. Don't think anyone saw this yeah. one coming. Um, and if he did, you would have been laughed at, particularly by me in the preseason, that's for sure. Well, um, look, in the preseason, I knew he was good. I didn't know he was going to be that contested without Cunnings, though. Yeah, it's it's been very good. Look, I don't mind it. Um, if you can do a bit of DPP, get him in. I think he's you know, going to be close to the number one forward sort of from this point onwards. Um, he's still 520K, so he offers that 100K cheaper price point. I just, you know, midfielders and Ruckman are generally where the points are at, Corey. So for me, it's, you know, if you're going to get Simpkin, then your first upgrade probably needs to be in the midfield. Yeah. I don't think anyone's given Michael Walters the respect he deserves either. He's been no, and it's, and it's a curious one for me because with him now without five is you know, okay, does he actually play a little more midfield? Does he, you know, what actually happens with him now? It's very curious. I mean, I want to wait and see what happens there, but, you know, hasn't dropped under 100 this year, um, Walters. And with a low score of 109, it's it's very, very good. And he's got Adelaide this week, so he could just absolutely put up 150. Um, But, you know, what does it look like without Fife? I'm not too sure. Um, We probably got to go down back now, don't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, if you don't have Doherty, is that just the how and fucking who is the other one? Stewart. I mean, there couldn't be too many people that have Tom Stewart, surely. Number 15, Corey. Here you go. That's who? Guy. Number 15. You're obviously not watching. Oh, well. Number 15. Yeah, right? I was having a look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Fuckers. <laughs> if you don't have the only must-have defender right now. And I know you're going to say, oh, fucking, what about Nick Haynes? Nah, no, 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 no. I agree. He's the only must-have. Nick Haynes is fucking jet, but he's the only must-have. Mm. You know, I was just having a look because I didn't I didn't actually notice this. So, Kay College, uh, Jake College, as new, sorry, not Kay, Jake, scored yeah. 115 Supercoach points on the weekend and yeah. only had 14 touches and six marks. It can happen. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I was just blown away. Um, I thought maybe he must have gone and played the Tommy Stewart role, but... Or spoils. <laughs> yeah. You can't do it off the basis of uh, one score like that, though. Where's Jeremy Howe go to? Um, well, like I said, for me, it's Stephen Hill. Um, if I didn't have to go get Lockie Neal, and it would have meant I have a little bit more coin on me, um, I probably would have done... I wouldn't have hesitated to do him to Jake Lloyd. Um, I think for me, if you're looking at primos, there are probably four... Um, and for me, in order, so if you don't have them, you, you take the first one off the rank here, Doherty, um, Lloyd, Sicily, Haynes, in that order. Oh, Nicky Haynes! 
Well, he has to come into number four. I mean, I, I just, you know, you look at what's going on and you think, okay, who are the other big dogs back here? And you think, you know, Laird's not lighting it up. So you're probably not going to encourage people to trade him in. Basha Hooley uh, had a bad score. So you don't want, you know, he's going to dip a fair bit in price. Same thing with Shannon Hearn. Like Shannon Hearn's going well, but he's probably going to dip a bit. Um, I'm never, ever going to recommend Braden Maynard at this early point in the year. Especially and, you know, uh, you know, fucking, he's getting you know, so much fucking bubble though. Yeah, he is. And it begs the question now, you know, they use Howe off the back flank a fair bit. Does Jack Crisp now become more of a designated kicker out of the back line? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me to see, you know, an upturn from uh, Jack Crisp coming here. Um, But, you know, I I imagine that, you know, the four rattled off there at the start. And look, Nick Haynes, yeah, all right. Averaging 105 is fucking going ton, 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 whatever it is. He's, he doesn't have that 140 in him. Nah, and but just pencil it in for 100 every round, boy. Well, I think you can pencil it in for 80. Bull fuck. He's a gun. I, I'm not I'm not sold on over 100 for the entire year. He just and gets because, 15 touches and takes 10 grabs a week. But but what happens when he's not able? What happens when those you know 8 to 10 marks and 6 of them being intercept contested? What happens when that halves? And that, oh, you mean like on the weekend against Collingwood when he dropped 103 or 105 or whatever it was? Do you know how many intercept marks he had on the weekend? Yeah, at the end. Guy's a freak. Just pick a lot. fucking gun. But, but it was a gun. still a lot. So There's Phil Davis going out. I'm effective. cautious. I'm very cautious with Nick Haynes still. And that's I'm why not. he comes in at four on that list. Oh, fucking God, he was so good. I'm so happy I picked him. Actually, you know what? I'm elevating Jack Crisp above Nick Haynes. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would prefer Maynard right now Phil Crisp. I don't know if I can trust Maynard, man. Like, he's in his hair still. I, I reckon it's the name and the attitude that goes Probably. with Maynard. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What about Jordan Ridley? Well, I mean, he couldn't... I, I get him as him, Redmond, and Gleason. I can't fucking tell the difference between the three. <laughs> I don't know about you, but can oh, you? Yeah, I know. Well, you sort of, sort of know, you know, you got 14, I'm an avid Bombers watcher. I'm 27. Potentially, potentially going to be an Essendon member this week. Fucking they, of course I can. They're kind of similar players in terms of I mean Redmond's probably a bit more bigger, a bit bit more pacey and probably better with foot. But Ridley's ability to intercept Mark has actually come as a surprise because you look at their back line and you think, okay, well, you know, what's what's going on here? You know, you got Hurley, they got Hooker, um, and you know, typically Hurley's done a lot of this kind of work in the past. But um and we thought Sir Thatcher was going to break into the team and all of a sudden Ridley's like, you know, hello, what about me? kind of thing. And um I mean, we'd be foolish to think he's going to average 114 on the season. He's averaging like that at the moment, isn't he? Uh, he's averaging 109. 109, okay, close enough. Um, that's not going to happen for the rest of the year. I don't think I mean, Caleb Daniels getting as much respect over the last couple of weeks. He's been good again. Yeah, and I, I did stuff up because I said they just only played Eddie had games. He didn't play Eddie had on the weekend. Well, uh, he played up in, played up in Sydney, still scored 114. So... Um, Again, I mean, he's a designated kind of kicker in that back line and uses the ball really well. And I, and I think the designated kickers in the back line, you look at the guys up top at the moment, you look at Dockers, absolutely the designated kicker, always hits targets. You know, Jeremy Howe, aside from his intercept work, was using the ball beautifully and getting a lot of it as well. Maynard, you know, apart from that real bad, uh, you know, kick the floor um, yeah. turnover that he had in that last, was the last quarter of the game? Yeah, yeah. Apart from that, like... You know, again, another really good ball user gets a lot of it. Oh. Lloyd Daniel, the same kind of player. Tell you what, Maynard has legit coming. Like, I don't like throwing this 
category, but I think he's actually become like almost, I was going to say elite, but I don't think he's there. He's just such an essential part of that Collingwood team with what he does. His size and ability to play on players and take marks mm. and just rack up the pill. He's, I thought Braden Maynard would be just a role player for his whole career. Mm. He's, he's a very essential player in that team. All right, so Jeremy Howe. Give me the three. No, nah, give me four players straight up. The four players, the ones you mentioned before. Is that where it's going? Um, I'm taking Haynes out and I'm putting Jack Crisp in. Okay. So for me, obviously, it's Dockers. Uh, Jakey Lloyd. <laughs> Fuck, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's it's probably Braden Maynard. Um, <laughs> but with extreme. Actually, no, it's, not. it's fucking Nick Haynes because I love that guy. Oh, and Sis. <laughs> I forgot Sisley. Yeah, and Sisley. Yeah. Braden Maynard just misses. Sisley's ahead of Nick Haynes. Sorry. Yeah. So you probably just confused everyone there. But yeah. So should I start again? Yeah, go for it. So it'd be Adam Saad. <laughs> Jordan Ridley, Michael yeah. Riley, Kyle Hooker. Done. No, no, no. So, so Dockers, Lloyd, Sicily, Haynes. Yeah. And so the difference we have there is just Crisp and Haynes. Fuck, they're a dominant dozen. The defenders, aren't they? It's fucking heaps of Yeah. Uh, and you look at who's uh, the 10th highest average in defender at the home. It's fucking Levi Casbolt, Corey. Yeah, we got a question about him in... Uh, in... Oh, did you see me answer it? And then I deleted no, it. And the, I answered it. I and I it. deleted it in the uh, Discord because I knew you were going to crack it when it came to segment. Just popped up. Segment. So, yeah, I didn't... Uh, didn't yeah. Hey, what happened to your boy DBJ on the weekend? Yeah, obviously he had his first bad one for the weekend. Uh, he's still doing better than Houston. Maybe I shouldn't have bitched down on my uh, move there. Yeah, exactly. Bed. You fucking would have been dominating that. Dan Houston is an absolute fucking cat. <laughs> Oh, fucking honestly. I hate Ken Hinkley. Hope he fucking Let's not hurts go his there, knee. Let's not go there. But somehow... I are I'm really still... happy too because I was, I was almost getting sucked into Lockie Waller as well. Holy fucking... Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. So how's Aiden not... Cole start to the year all the way? Yeah, I've seen that. His last two have been very good. Yeah, it's fu- that, yeah what is it? Two massive scores in a row? He's fucking... I yeah, so 60, 65, 100, 302. Cool. You know, the only reason I know that is because I had a couple of injuries in, um, uh, what do you call it, draft. And yep. uh, and then I'm like, okay, who can I get here? And Aiden Core came up, oh, 103. Maybe I'll have a look at his first couple scores. And the 60-60 came up and I'm like, yeah, probably a one-hit wonder on that score. And then he'd come yeah. out with 102 again. I'm thinking, maybe I should have got him in draft. Like, you know, shit me this week, fucking Tommy Doty. Yeah. I mean, when when there's that much pull in the back line and no, you're an intercept player, like how do you how do you not put up a seventy? And they fucking love giving him the ball too. You want another story about the serial pest from going? He was cracking it because he was watching scores right. He really wanted to win this week, but he didn't. He um. He had, <laughs> he had, what are you laughing at? Couldn't have no better count. By the way. He um he had Dode versus uh, Ben Crocker. That's and a filthy. Didn't Crocker pop off? He didn't pop off, but he beat he beat Dodie by like ten. <laughs> he was not, he's looking at it the whole time. He lost by twenty points, right? All he needed was Dodie to outscore Crocker by nine in that game for him to get the league win this week. That's Imagine shit. taking that. You're probably paying. That's probably paying a dollar four. Yeah. Oh fuck. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Questions. Questions? Yeah. We covered enough injuries, yeah? I, I think we have, and it was fucking a lot to cover. 
uh, Wado, how to Maynard Lloyd Sisley or Haynes. I love it that you wrote Doherty on this and got six aeroplane reactions. What happened? Let's make it seven. Um, so, uh, Wado commented last week. It was on June 27th, so before I even had the question fucking thing out. It was like, how to Maynard Lloyd Sisley or Haynes. And you wrote Doherty. And <laughs> now seven people have commented with the, like, reacted with the fucking aeroplane emoji. Look, I don't get the aeroplane emoji. What's Neither do I. But someone started it and seven people have followed. Does that mean, like, that's gone over my head? No idea. I'm not too sure. But um, I just thought that was good advice. Doherty's clearly the guy to get. How to Maynard Lloyd, Sisley or Haynes, uh, Lloyd? If you can get up to Lloyd, Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it. I just off topic. I love every Sunday when like the first question goes through, and I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I should probably put put out that podcast question below for the thread. So it's always the one question above my fucking podcast question below. <laughs> uh, Shane Milroy, how's the Doc V De Goey bet going? Doc is smashing it. Yeah, well, Doc's to about two hundred and thirty up or something. Yeah, to five. Uh, a little peanut keep or trade five. You trade who for? Keep or trade five, five. And we've spoken about that at length today, um, haven't we already? So, you know, ideally Neil, if not Neil Gaff. If they don't know Dangerfield, does Dangerfield come back? You know, I considered going five back down to Danger and I just I couldn't do it out of fucking stubbornness because I just traded Dangerfield to five. My, um, opponent, my opponent this week done the same thing. I want to see more. I want to see more from Danger because the first two I was not happy with. Yeah. And I told the community last week, I'm sending a message. I don't care. I'm going to get rid of him. And he sent one fucking very big message back to me, didn't he? He goes, well, fucking, he is Fife's fucking hammy. Exactly. And, uh, and he's, he's that fucking the word, How bad was that hammy? Like, the guy, like, doing absolutely fucking nothing. He done nothing. He oh. did nothing. They're the worst ones to watch. I reckon I've watched the mailman go harder than <laughs> fucking that was. <sighs> Oh, my God. Uh, hot Shane. Mm-hmm. Hot Shane. Good punter, by the way, Hot Shane. <laughs> hey, good background, too. He's got Matty Rowley's his favorite. Hey, you, know he's a good, you know he's a good punter? Jettas. Yeah. <laughs> Real good punter. <laughs> Paddy Lipinski. Lipinski uh, too guy. late. Yeah, he's going to fucking hate that. <laughs> too late to go Williamson. Oh, to, I'd say the other way around. Houston to Williamson. Is it too late to do that? Yeah. Nah, I don't think it's nah. too late. Houston, shit. Um, in one more week, it's too late to get Williamson. I don't mind getting people. Look, I know, and I know that people like, oh, we've got to get them right I agree. before their first I agree price with rise. You. Let them have one price rise. The yeah. first price rise is never too fucking steep. Oh, right? I strongly agree. Let them have the first price rise. That's why I'm not fucking going chaotic over here thinking, ah, oh, shit, there's a million to get. All right, no worries. If Bernal's in this week and he plays the week after, I'll get him at 150K instead of 123. I'm okay with that. Was saying that on the on the golf course last week that uh, the one thing I hate more than anything this year is the one game price rise. Yeah, hate it. Two game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, two. Yeah. Sorry. So two game. Hate it. Think it's so shit. Um, too much. Short season. Oh yeah, but fuck us. I would have preferred it the other way. Um, Daza or oh, Coronas. Any rookies we should be looking to move on either up or down? Got two twenty k to play. Who is your most important rookie for the week, by the way? On field. Yeah, like that's, you know, that you haven't got. Was it Hill? Oh, as in who's my main target? Yeah. Yeah, Hill. 
Um, although at that price point, I feel like Benell's probably going to be the best. I don't know, man. If he fucking gets selected again, surely he has to come back in. I think after the stick Melbourne got. Um, oh, damn, fucking the... Like, that was stupid. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. The fucking energy that they lacked or fucking pizzazz. He's or... only going to play 50% of the game time, so... Yeah. Stephen Hill. He's, you know the thing with so, Benal, this is what I don't understand, because they don't have enough of these. Benal has the ability to be a match winner. And Melbourne fucking seriously lack that. I don't know if he can win matches at this point. Well, he but... definitely can, because he can go forward and kick three goals. I don't think he can. That natural talent alone can do that. He's got more talent than you do in your fucking foreskin. <laughs> the only problem is, is he can't get out in the field. Oh, fuck. I don't even know how to respond to that one. Um, he's played the straight bat. <laughs> he? uh, I'm, I'm, I don't think Benal can win a game of football for a club again. Unless it's a shot after the siren and he's probably done fuck all before that. I reckon he can go kick three this week and absolutely annihilate who they're playing. Yeah, he won't earn another brown logo at that guy. Richmond, oh fucking hell, is this just the game of the biggest shit dogs you can imagine? Who? <laughs> Melbourne and Richmond. Oh, is that the only game that the yeah. only way that game could have got shitter if it was Essendon vs. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, it is a it's, it's not a great game. Um, I don't even know why we're talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> what was the question? Not about Benel being match winner. And <laughs> your dick. I don't know. Somehow, my foreskin got involved. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, I just worry. This is always a good topic conversation. What me foreskin? Yeah, yeah. Always. <laughs> For some reason, that just reminded me of golf, and I don't know why. Um, <laughs> fucking, you want to talk about uh, the fucking cereal press nanas on the course yesterday? Or? He's not. Uh, he's I now. feel. Like, I feel like golf is becoming a weekly. Thing. <laughs> he's, he's, now we've had we've had two fucking broken drivers, right, or clubs, whatever. Dizzy yesterday could not hit a fucking ball for shit to the point where I'm shocking and I beat him by 10 strokes. But during, and, and over 18 holes as well, I beat him front nine and back nine. And he, at one point, lost it on one of his drives because he just got this fucking slice that he can't control, right? Mind you, Corey, my driving's fucking on point now. Last 27 holes I've played, I'm like one every three holes hitting 200 yards. Down Thanks the to the new now. Cleveland driver. Thank you. Yeah. Um, they uh he's just turned around, got his club, and he's just fucking smashed it head first into the ground like six times. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, it's not worth the money. <laughs> you know, secretly, I'm not even joking. He's secretly, I think he wants a break. Yeah, oh, no, no, that's, that's not yeah. a secret because he was looking at drivers uh, not too recently. So he's just waiting for the excuse. That's what he needs. He just needs the excuse. He's too much of a bitch to make the uh, the clutch call and just go grab one. But uh, fuck, that was funny. That, that was funny because if yeah. anyone deserved probably the third there. broken club, it was... Uh, I mean, because someone has... I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The third person's going to have to break one because it yeah, comes in threes. Um, tell you what, I wouldn't mind if, you know, Boyles wanted to sponsor the podcast or something. <laughs> he should ring Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff, how you going? Ring just... Jeffy Boyle and see if he wants to sponsor the podcast. I reckon Jeffy Boyle's a good golf. I seriously, I'm a golf store. 
And, you know, hey, don't give them a plug. They haven't given a shit yet. Anyone that works at a, at a local <laughs> golf course and wants to sponsor the podcast, uh, get onto it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ruboy23, <laughs> that's enough for the golf segment for the week. We'll be back next Monday to talking golf with Bob and Corey. Um, uh, Ruboy23 is how shit Adelaide is rubbing off on Laird. How much longer do we hold him? What do you score? Oh, 86. I mean, everyone is sooking, sooking, sooking. You know what this reminds me of? And I'm not saying this is he's going to do the same thing. But you know, last year when like Dunkley, Dunkley starts the year was like 80, 80, yeah. 72. Like, I've, I've got, I've got Laird Black. I think Laird is the only player I've got Black booked at the moment. Oh, like he's gone 88, 72, 107, 86. Like, yeah, okay. The world's not being set on fire, but he's not fucking killing your season. Leave him. Yeah. It's worse out there. Dan Houston. There's a Andy lot worse Eastern out player there. selected. Just leave him. I'm sick of this Laird talk. Just like I'm sick of fucking Clarko and every other coach criticising the game. It's all fucking right. Yeah, Clark, Clarko only criticises the game because he doesn't do Hawthorne. Though, like. He wanted to deflect off his side fucking almost choking. I think yeah. that's what it was. But feeding. Yeah, it's Gilbert I mean, Lachlan whacking the umpire in today as well. About what? Yeah, you said I agree with Clarko about the umpires not calling holding the ball. Well, you know what that means. There's going to be an inordinate amount of holding Said balls that. this weekend. Pick anyone who's going to tackle this week. Tom Mitchell, get him in. Actually, you know what? I've just changed uh, Bombs. Uh, what do I call it? Choose your, choose your captains, whatever it is. Tom Mitchell, Fuck. number one. <laughs> Probably trading fourth to teach now. Um, you'll like this. Dazza. Why is Brett so shit at Supercoach? Seriously, imagine picking Dugowie can outscore... Do- imagine thinking Dugowie can outscore Doherty. Hashtag Bont over Crips. Oh, this guy, Bonto the Crips, is, is legit so dumb. Um, I'm coming back with one of these for Brett. Here we go. <laughs> Shit. He's back, Corey. Here he is. <laughs> oh, just close your eyes for anyone that's listening on a, like oh. a, a non-video stream and just imagine... I'm lifting the bobblehead. The bottom of your it's Doherty's bobblehead. Actually, uh, Docker, sorry, I probably could have hit Cripper. him. I probably could have hit him with the Crips on. I've got the Crips on plotting back there too. Yeah, yeah. I've got an inordinate. That's the word of the day. Inordinate. I've got an inordinate amount of bobbleheads here, Corey. Only, only Carlton players. <laughs> only Carlton. Sam Walsh got one. He got one last year. Nah, well, Corey, they knew just the longevity of his career. They could postpone that as long as they wanted. Fuck, I reckon surely they have to like send one out to members this year. They're just like a non-playing player. Uh, Millsy, rank in order for downgrade targets. Hills, Sarong, Marnie, Young, Butler. Butler's not a downgrade target. Um, It'd have to be a different Butler, surely. Oh, wait, wasn't there one from the Bulldogs maybe that debuted? Uh, no idea. I feel no, like... that was Young. No, was it not no, Young? Lewis... No, yeah, no, it was a Butler. Lewis Butler? There's a Lewis, Lewis Butler, Butler that's it, list. yeah. He was um, good too. He only scored fifty-eight, but I thought he was good. Um, give me the names again, Corey. Hill, Sarong, Marnie, Young, Butler. Hill. Yep. Fucking don't really rate the other ones. Um, Sarong was good, but I like Young. Sarong was good. Fife's out. See, look, Sarong was good. Fife's out. Do you really want to be paying that much on a midfield? Like, really, are you sideways in Marlon Pickett to a guy like Caleb Sarong? Not too sure. Um, Butler's defender. I'm not sure we have a lot of defender options, and so maybe he becomes number two. I prefer Williamson, unless you've already got him. 
Yeah, and Jack Marnie probably uh, won't be long before he's uh, he's out of the team. Nah, Marnie was good. I think he'll hold. Um, the yeah. thing with Marnie and Butler though is they're so cheap. Yeah. So you get you can have that second look at them. Um, yeah. and then Millsy asks, is Taylor Adams a top eight mid? Not top eight. Ah, oh, wouldn't surprise me. Top twelve. Well, I'm a big Injuries Taylor worry, Adams but... fan. Big Taylor Adams fan. I think the the structure of the game helps his. What's going on with Trelaw? When's he back? This week, I think. He's played two games yeah. with the Goose. Maybe just wait a fortnight, see how Adams goes with Trelaw in the team, too. Uh, we worry that um, Tyler Brown's out. According to you, he's been the best thing to ever happen to Collingwood. That's what you were telling me. Close to it. Close to it. But, um, I mean, if he's out, we've just given you a forward mid and a defender mid that you could probably downgrade hey, to, to be honest. Can I punt on Anzac Day medal this, this week, or is that just... I, think, I don't think there is. They're not awarding a medal, surely. It's Why not, not? fucking Why can't it's not Anzac. Delayed, it's not even Anzac month. Why can't we delay respect the troops? What's your problem against people who have served for our country? Um, are they doing that? Are they serving for our country? I think no, they are. Are they having, you know, a, you know, the fucking, what's the toot thing they do on the day? I don't know. I don't pay much attention Typical to this stuff. unpatriotic Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be fair, I've had no one in the, you know, you know, serving the war and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, probably doesn't hit as a, close to home to me as it might do for some of the community members out there. Carlton, who don't have a significant game on the calendar all year. That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, Table King, how many wins do you think gets eighth this year? Fucking hell. Eighth. 50% if you go just over positive. So 17 games. So you want to go nine and eight. Yeah, Minimum? I was going to say that probably has to get you there, wouldn't it? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Fuck, doing your top eight at the moment, what a laugh. Richmond going to make it? How long are they on this downward spiral? Because in four weeks, they're no longer on it. And it's just if they turn this... I feel like if they beat Melbourne this... I feel like they will beat Melbourne this week. When they beat Melbourne is probably the way to put it. Um, yes. Hey, worried about Dusty, by the way. Nah, I'm I'm like more than comfortable for him to have another bad one and just wait for him to turn around. I tried to tell you, Corey. I'll tell you, I, I don't fucking think he's fucking to myself. playing in the he's, midfield, man. His first five is just no good. Yeah, but his fucking ribs are cooked, man. He can't get near a contested hey, ball. Not as cooked as Jack Solvati's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking Zach Merritt, dirty dog. Actually, um, look, I do feel for Merritt because it does happen a lot, but don't punch people in the ribs. Yeah, it's simple. He's got a break even at 146. Look, let's hope Dusty can get to 470, really sort of turn a corner and be a nice little cheap, oh, uh, cheap so upgrade for us. Um, do you still, do you trade him? Yeah, it's a Simpkin. Oh, yes, smart. Um, yeah, uh, and Table King also wants to know thoughts on Ridley. I'm not touching Ridley because at 400k, you want that to virtually be a Mate, we, And we've seen this happen before. I just, I don't think he offers... Enough. He needs to be a keeper. At 400k, you're not buying him to fucking make you $80,000. It's not worth the trade. So if you're buying him, he needs to be top six. Is he top six? No. No, I don't think so. Especially with how much top six talent we got down there. If you picked him a couple of weeks ago, clap, clap. Uh, Benny Rothberg. Uh, Benny Rothberg, who's actually a big fan of getting in the Patreon fucking voice chat as well. So I love Benny. You know I don't reckon enough members Thursday use that jobs. feature, though. 
hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, and when they do, they generally they generally experience. come to listen. I reckon to us talk fucking shit for a bit and <laughs> but, um, when teams drop. The platform's it. So if we've got Patreon members out there that aren't jumping in, I mean, you can lock me in every Thursday when teams drop. You know, sort of like between. You can always six... lock me in every night at fucking eleven. Yeah, eleven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> between, but honestly, between six p.m. and seven thirty p.m. on a Thursday night, when we get a lot of team news, there's a lot more scrambling going on. Yeah, we're we consistently get eight, nine, ten people in there. Yeah. Come in and have a chat. Talk about your team. Uh, Benny Rothberg, yes or no? For conti- like, do we continue to hold Pitney? Yes. Why would you not? Why would you trade him? <laughs> His break even is negative one. He's averaging 120. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Rand. Ooh. Wow. I think you hold. I think you hold till he's dropped. I think you hold. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. You have to hold. I mean, his break even is only two. Yeah. Noble, who you liked his game last week, I did. Yeah, a lot better than um. Yeah, then originally, and again, break even seventeen. So when we wasn't his break even thirty something last week, and we we're yeah, talking about so. you know yeah. you kind of have to ride this out. And, you know, remember, yeah, last year I often spoke about multiple waves, yeah, multiple yep. kind of peaks, and you kind of got to get through those. So he'll be on his uh, sort of second peak wave, if that's even that's a, a term that term. I miss. I reckon because I reckon you said it almost every podcast last year. Yeah, the you waves, love the waves. you're gonna ride the waves, yeah, you're gonna ride, ride the, the break even waves. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Brenda, Brenda's uh, worrying me. Yeah, he's he's gonna play this week. Um, I'll tell you how ba- that Bailey Williams. He's I'm fucking getting shitty with him, Corey. They've made well, that many. Think, is he even in the in. hub? Is he I, in the hub? I don't think so. I've got a feeling he's not in the hub because if he's not getting a game while they're fucking dropping all their other ruckmen, and there was talk this guy here was you know gonna play centre half back and ruck round one if it wasn't for a slight hamstring strain. Where's he gone? I don't think they took him to the hub. Happens every year, man. They did not take him to the hub. So, Bailey Williams will remain somewhat in my squad. I know we're meant to be talking about brand up. i got beef with him. No, no, no. I, no. I don't mind that. There'd other people will have him. Hey. Williams, he will remain in my squad until we see what happens. When they go back to Perth, and if, let's hope they lose this week, then they go back to Perth, and he's fucking first into that team. That'd be great. Um. I thought this was a little bit thoughts about Wingard and then the back half of this question is Devin to him only costs seventy five K. I'd be holding Dev, but I really like fucking Chad Wingard. Oh and gosh, you were all about Chad and I wasn't, but his midfield minutes are pretty impressive. Yeah, he's um very, very good footballer. Is he gonna be the type of player that next year doesn't go see that midfield? He's going to be the type of player next year that people will see this year and be like, oh, fuck, he's good. They'll start him. And yeah, like, and won't be as good in a full. Yeah. He's, a, he's, that, he's that hybrid, high half forward uh, kind of player who's benefiting at the moment from reduced game time yeah. because he's still hitting the scoreboard, you know, still kind of getting touches. 3-3 three, three on the weekend. He's, he's very, very good, this guy. Very, very good. And then Benny Rothy follows it up with, uh, oh, so again, so we're not agreeing to trade Dev. I'm not trading Dev, but um, if you're asking me who is going to be better on the season, I'm saying Wingard is, but I'm not encouraging to trade Dev to him. Especially with all the other bullshit floating around this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts on Caleb Daniel looking near his best again off the halfback? Yeah, I mean, it's, him. yeah, it's, it's interesting. He's, he's an interesting prospect. He's the kind of guy, again, and we spoke a few about uh, a few of these guys on the pod so far. They just don't, they don't score these 140s. And 
I feel like, you know, earlier in the year, I don't know, I just want that kind of point of difference. When I see them as a pod coming up, I want to know that, okay, if I fucking needed a 140 from them, I've got like a 20% chance or a 5% chance. You know what I mean? Like, I see Caleb Daniel there, I'm like, oh, I'll get 90 to 110, like guaranteed, but I'm not getting that 140. Yeah. But you, you kind of need to balance your team between the guys that can go high and those just real consistent performances. Those safe you? ones, yep. Mm. Uh, crispy. Been a while for Crispy. Uh, Luke Parker, is he a good option in the midfield? 116 average to start the year. Yeah, had a good start to the year, Luke Parker, but I've been burnt, you know, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. There was kind of like that patch um, after he really kind of exploded on the scene where I just constantly went back to the well for him and he got me every time. And um, for, for that reason, it's a, it's a no from me. Yeah, he's kind of he's the kind of uh, primo mid that can have a lot of 80s in his game. Mm, and sometimes yeah, 60s. Uh, Lordy Lord asks, how down to a rookie or sideways? I suppose that's kind of like you almost a team yeah. structural thing. Yeah. So, again, because I needed the money for five this week. Uh, sorry, because I need the money for Neil, I'm going to do five. I'm going to do how down to Stephen Hill, get five up to Neil, and then that extra 300K, whatever it is I've got in the bank. I'll probably whack that on top of, let's say, Tyler Brown next week and turn him into Andrew Gaff. Without looking how many tons, Eli fifty fifty eight. Without looking how many tons is Levi Caswell posted this season? He's been good every game. I'll say four, but I feel like if he had four, we might have spoke about him a bit more in defence because his average would have been higher. And then how many more can he put up for the year? He, I know he had one in round one. He scored a hundred on the dot in round one. Yeah. And then I have no fucking idea what he's done. Just since. bringing him up. He then he came out with a forty eight against Melbourne, then a one ten, one twenty six. I'll tell you now, no Charlie Kerno this year. Um, he's thriving in that forward line, and he loves it in the ruck too. Now, good, real good set of hands. What are, what's his position? Forward ruck at the moment. Mm. I'll tell you now, if there's some injuries to that Carlton back line, and he all of a sudden starts lining up a centre-half back, he done it at the back end of last year, where he just, and I think this is where all his confidence has come from, and, and it's where he's had a good start to the year here. His aerial work in terms of intercept stuff, from the back line was very, very good. Imagine he could kick a footy. He, he, he can. Oh, yeah, he's fucking great. Well, he had two fucking out in the full, but the other three went straight through the middle. He's the best contestant mark in the league. If he could kick, he'd fucking be the best forward by country more. I don't know about the best forward, but um, he's... If he could kick a goal, think about how fucking good this guy would be. He kicked three on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Fucking, who'd you play? No shit. You, you can only, play who's, in, you can only play who's in front of you, brother. Yeah, well, fucking... You could have kicked six against Essendon on the weekend. Well, Corey, if I could have kicked six against Essendon, I would have had a bad game. Oh, very good. <laughs> uh, I don't know who this is. This, I reckon this is almost first-time questionnaire, by the way. First-time, long-time. Jack Gack. <laughs> it's almost like a fucking fake name. And his photo is Toehill. Okay, so he's a long time. He's a yeah, first time. No, he'd have to be a long time. But could yeah. be first time question or change your name. Is how sim- oh, fucking hell. Is how simply a straight swap for Ridley or to another defender? Or would you be better off trying to get a primo mid using DPP and downgrade a rookie, e.g. pick up Max King? I'm, I've just fucking, I've given up, Corey. <laughs> I think we should discuss this enough. Fucking Ridley's the last one. Like, it's almost Tim Mitchell shit, that. For those that 
for those that don't fucking know, I'm, I am you know supporting Freeze MND Beanie as I will be for the rest of the year. I've just fucking pulled it over my entire face because I, I can't believe the shit I have to read and listen to. So I've just tried to block all my senses there. Uh, Bomber fifty six wants to know if it's too late to pick up the Chad. Nah, how is it too late? Man, he's sub five hundred still. Yeah, I know. I think he'll be okay at five fifty. He's rounding out the top six still. Yeah, he'll probably be one of the last I get in that forward line. Agreed. But uh, I'll be definitely looking at him. Um, Shane Milroy, can your podcast still be called Supercoach Elite if Brett is a host? At least his <laughs> shit team makes me feel better about my team. Look, that's the reason why Brett's still associated with us, to be fair. It's what? just to give the community hope. Yeah. 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 If one of us are bad, they feel like they're going all right. Dizzy reckons it's time for Dizzy to be on the pod. Yeah. You, you know you know what I reckon? I reckon Dizzy... Uh, Brett's hiding behind this whole fake fucking, I don't care about this year, fucking bullshit. Oh, yeah. He's I'm hiding behind. Because why would he be whinging and sucking this much on Twitter if he doesn't care about the year, eh, Corey? <laughs> he lies just having a dig about this and having the Jack Stevens photo. <laughs> See what he scored? He, <laughs> was, was he even playing the weekend? Remember that um, conversation pre-season, Jack Stevens versus Devin Smith? And yeah. um, Jack Stevens come out with uh, 56 points across his first two games as a total, Corey. <laughs> That's fucked. Fucking spew and he wasn't picked around one. He's um, legit. He's lost so much. He's already lost 40K. He's down to 320, Corey, with a break even of 130. <laughs> and this is the last one. Naismith to go on a goldie. We'll see Dusty going to Jack Stevens. <laughs> When but Naismith to Gorn or Goldie? Naismith to Gorn or Goldie. Well, Gorn. Mm. I mean, you can't lose in that situation. It's funny, too, because I think Goldie's in better form, and yet Gorn still probably pops out more points than him. <sighs> He's been more consistent this year. I mean, Gorn's had that one bad game. Goldie hasn't had one today. Goldie's been incredible. Mm. All right. VC and Captain. Well. I know your... there's an article, but you can give the people a little bit. Well, well, to be fair, Corey, it's the article's exclusively for Patreons virtually these days. Yep. And that's no, it's not got the alarms in the yeah, front. It is exclusive to Patreon. Of, uh, so if well... you want to see Bronx's captain's pick, <laughs> fucking sign up to Patreon. What month are we in? Uh, it's 29th. I was going to say, you can still to... technically sign up for free, but uh, <laughs> as of the 1st, it starts the payment start up again. Mm. So hey. that might just be a reminder, though, to anyone that is a Patreon to, you know, if you're not willing to pay for the service, you might want to cancel it. Yeah. And, but look, thank you for everyone that's, you know, stuck around supporting. Thank you for those who tried to say that we could take your money, even though we weren't fucking really doing too much during that period. Uh, we do appreciate you all. And uh, like we always say this every week, but it's not just a plug. It's actually genuine. I fucking love Patreon. It's the first, it's one of the first things I do when I log on in the morning, actually, is check the Discord chat. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm not even joking. I've log up normally like to scorch At the moment, I'm always like phone phone up. First thing I'm opening is uh the Optus Sports app and watching the highlights from Premier League overnight. Um, I'm a big I'm a big. Do you, do you check scores or do you watch highlights first? Of what? Oh, like Premier? Yeah. I, don't, I don't watch highlights at all. Like, wow. So big. If I like, remember a game's on, I'll check score. That's big it. like, especially at the moment, getting up. If there's one game on, I'll watch the three-minute mini-match or I'll watch like the goal <laughs> rush for the night. And that's how I found out who scores for my FBL team. Not bad. 
Fucking, it's so good. VC will be Grundy this week, though. I will, love uh, how you just ignored all of that. Couldn't give a fuck about it, Corey. Yeah. Um, VC's, uh, VC's Grundy there. And um, look, the thing is, I know Cripps wasn't you know super last week, but this is the team that he bullies, the Saints. And uh, you know he's got a very good career average against them, Corey. He averages 128 across his seven games against them. So if you're if you're thinking, yeah, if I can, I'm comfortable running into Neil, and you want a guy who maybe could go 160, uh, it could be Crips on uh, Thursday night. But I think the safer thing to do is just Grundy into Neil. You know what's funny? I think I want to go Neil into someone now. But you got no one on the back, like unless you got Gorn coming up against Nane Curvis. I mean, realistically, if you don't have you Gorn, no you're not going Neil into anyone. What about Titch? You can't trust the C on Titch because when Neil gives you a 120, and, and let's that. just say worse, you're taking that. You're not even risking Titch. Yeah. So what's what's the score that we got a cop from um, fucking Grundy? Yeah, I think look, sensible. You know, we got to be a bit more sensible this week. I think I'm putting the line at 127 and a half on Grundy. Why are you worried? Anyone, about Neil? Are, are you worried Neil? that Neil can get tagged? I'm just, I'm curious with how Port Adelaide's travelling at the moment, what that's going to mean in this game and, and how it's all going to unfold. So, it's going to be a good um, game of footy. Yeah, it should be a good game of footy. And look, Neil should still do very, very well. But was Port Adelaide the team last year that did something to Neil? They came out and fucking tried to like bash him before the game started? Uh, fuck, Port, was it Port Adelaide? Adelaide? No, that was Geelong, wasn't it? Didn't they do that to Dangerfield? Or that two years ago? I've got a feeling Remember that big ballet with Dangerfield and Port? I've got a feeling it was Lockie Neal. I've got a big feeling it was Neil. That's probably because they listened to their fucking song beforehand. You'll never tear us apart. (laughs) Really got fucking G'd up. How good have the Malays been, by the way? Oh, the Gold Coast one was fucking ground. I reckon they should put fines away for a Malay. Just like during during COVID. Corey, uh, alert. Lockin' you scored 177 on Port Adelaide last year, so uh, <laughs> the line might be 169 and a half. Um, he scored 177 and 118 on Port last year. The 177 was at the Gabba, so um, maybe I might jack it up to 130. But I mean, fuck! Look at your matchup. Look at what your opponent's doing. Look at you and the uniques. That's what that's what I like to tell people to do. Do your VC on someone you think can do good. I think Grundy's the guy this week. And then have a look at your matchup. And if you can just match, you know, your captain, if you feel like you're going to win with taking captains out of the equation, go for that route. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just as simple as Grundy just because he's got the fucking easy picking against Bell Chambers. I think Colin would probably win by five goals minimum. And uh, yeah, Grundy should feature. Mm. Yeah. He might grab the ball out of the ruck this week. I might tweet him. Yeah, fucking at him. Tell him, at him, grab the ball out of the ruck. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, very good. All right, well, what else do we do? I fucking tend to forget when we get to this late in the pod. Corey, you're probably about 17 hours in. We might just need to wrap fucking it up. It feels like we went for a while, doesn't it? <laughs> Unless you want another Doherty entrance, mate, I suggest you shut, shut it off. Can we just get Doherty float out one more time? <laughs> yeah, you knew he was coming, brother. You knew he was coming. Yeah, all right. All right, that. It's a good-looking bloke. <laughs> 
I don't reckon the bobblehead does him justice either, by the way. I've got to say, Corey, I tend to look at this bobblehead from this angle as well, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you want to know what angle I'm referring to, Corey, uh, listeners out there, you might need to get on YouTube. But let's leave it at that, eh? Every Tuesday night he gets a little okay. turn. Well, it's not fucking every, just virtually every night, Corey. Yeah, it's about good. every four to six hours. All right, Alitis, on behalf of Bombs, myself, Doherty, um, fucking not Breda because he's just a cocksucker. Uh, and our Alitis. Sorry, and our Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. Uh, peace out, community, and thank you for watching slash listening.